0: You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody's having a wonderful day. I know I'm not. (laughs) I don't think any of us are. Uh, the big news coming out today at the recording of this podcast is that the Texas Bowl has officially been canceled. Arkansas TCU playing down there in Houston, NRG Stadium, December 31st, is no longer that it was nothing to do with Arkansas. It had everything to do with T- TCU and the fact that they could not get their COVID protocols put together in time and they could not have a uh, a team. So I guess the reports are saying that the D- they couldn't feel the defense, like they were going to have to put offensive linemen on defense and And all that. So it was just a mess, and it's all over, unfortunately, for Arkansas. And this is a bummer. It really is. Like, I was really disappointed to see that it all came ending this way. And uh, as far as we know, as of right now, there's no plans to get a new opponent or for Arkansas to play in a different bowl game or anything like that, because I know that's what a lot of you are wondering about and asking about and all that. And uh, I wish that there was something to it. I wish that, you know, we could make something happen. But unfortunately, it looks like this is the end, and I don't want it to be that way. None of us do, but we're kind of just all in the same boat. So how we're going to approach it is that tomorrow's podcast, we'll probably really dive into uh, recapping the year and recapping the, the season and all that fun stuff, since it's a, assuming that it comes to an end, because the last thing I want to do is like use this podcast to reflect and say, oh, well, it all comes to an end, and then boom, tomorrow, oh, hey, actually, we're playing this game. So uh, we'll save that for tomorrow. Uh, but for right now, it, it's just a bummer. And I think the biggest thing that I really was disappointed by is because I wanted Arkansas to end the game, the season on a high note. I'm not saying that they would have for sure won against TCU, but just think about the final game. The final time you're able to check out Arkansas and their football team was in the Texas Bowl with a win over TCU. Like, the difference that would make. And instead, the last time we had a chance to see Arkansas football play was an absolute drubbing 52 to 3 against the hands of Alabama and Hyde home and it was just nasty and that's the end of it. So it just kind of feels like empty. It's an empty feeling, I think is the best way to put it. So I was really disappointed to see that and I was also really wondering uh you know what what is going to be made as far as, you know, Felipe Franks for instance. Like, will he Say, all right, well, I tried, but I'm going to move on. You know, is there maybe this is going to have any sort of impact or indication on what he'll do next year? Probably not, but that's going to be where the focus turns is we know what some of these seniors are coming back. We know what they're looking like, but now it's going to be, all right, so what does Felipe Franks do? How do people feel about him coming back if he did come back or is he going to move on and does Arkansas move on with K.J. Jefferson or Malik Hornsby or or whoever it may be? So – that's going to be the, uh, the biggest question in, in mind right now going forward. But I will say that I enjoyed the season, and I enjoyed the bowl, the bowl preparation and the, and the excitement surrounding it, and I think the team did too, and I think Sam Pittman did as well. And I think that the main thing about it is you just hate it for Arkansas and hate it for those kids that you know, went through all the prep and wanted this bowl game. Because you think about it, you're going to have another year now where you don't go to a bowl game. And that's going to be a streak now since 2016. And 2021 is going to be your next chance at making another bowl game. So you're talking about five full years. Five years that you're not going to be in a bowl game. And there's kids that are on this current Arkansas roster that aren't going to be able to see it, see a bowl game. Like seniors that are moving on. I know some of them are coming back, but seniors that are moving on, they're never going to be able to be a part of that or see a bowl game like that. And I think I just hate it for them and all the preparation, all the hard work that they put in. I know Sam Pittman's bummed by it as well, but that's who really I feel for in this situation and feel for uh, them not being able to have this final hurrah, if you will, of the bowl game. But I guess that's just something we're going to have to wait and see and uh, see who comes back and see if Arkansas gets another chance at it. But either way, it just sucks. It really just sucks. And we're going to talk more about it uh, with Danny West of Hawksports.com here in just a second is he'll get his thoughts and opinions not only on that, but some of the seniors coming back, all that fun stuff. Does a great job with Hawksports.com. And we'll do that in just a second. But first, hey, football is still going on. Arkansas is not playing at a bowl game, but there's plenty of bowl games to be talked about in college football. You still got the NFL regular season wrapping up the playoff picture coming around. And we all like to get into the mode of not only watching these games, but betting on these games. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust here on this podcast, and that is betonline.ag. If you sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on, which we know that that's a common one, and it's an easy one to remember. It's easy to spell, too. Locked on, you get 50% off your welcome bonus. Like, that's awesome. 50%? Additional to your to your uh, welcome bonus, like that's the way to do it. So you don't need to sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use a promo code locked on for to receive a fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online at your online sportsbook experts. These are the people to do it, folks. I'm telling you, when it comes to college football, NFL, no matter what, betonline.ag is the place to go. Your online sportsbook experts at BetOnline.
0: locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas
1: Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on into the next segment. Uh, We're going to be joined by Danny West of hogsports.com. And, you know, Danny does a good job over there at Hogsports covering everything with Arkansas and recruiting and all that fun stuff. But uh, I got to tell you, Danny, uh, I'm just bummed. I am bummed that this bowl game is over. I'm bummed that we don't get to see the Razorback football team. Uh, I mean, when you heard this, like, what do you think? What was your reaction and your reaction thinking about the players too, man?
0: it just sucks man can i say that on radio? yes you can <laughs> <laughs> it does man it's you know arkansas held up their end of the bargain and, and tcu obviously didn't and uh you know based on what i'm hearing tcu is telling people on this side that they weren't even going to be able to field a defense uh-huh. like offensive linemen we're going to have to play d line and boo-hoo right
1: yeah seriously yeah, it's, un- so
0: it's just uh just really unfortunate and really frustrating to be honest with you
1: yeah so I guess the question that everybody has and I'm sure you guys have been bombarded with them is is there a chance to salvage this is there a chance for Arkansas to play in a different bowl game or maybe get another team I mean is this a possibility or is Arkansas season just over
0: Man, I, I think it's over don't you John It, uh-huh. it would be really tough I mean teams that that uh, are stuck in Arkansas's position like in Iowa, right? I'm sure they've sent their guys home. And, you know, and now they've been in contact with people all over the country, right? And you got to bring them back and go through so much testing and school is out. I think it's just a mess. It would be asking a lot of any uh, potential opponent to try to get together a, a, another scheduled game here. I just can't see it.
1: Yeah, I know that people are saying, oh, maybe call up Iowa or maybe call up, uh, you know, one of these other teams or, you know, to do something. I think that that was the disappointing thing to me mostly, yeah. Danny, is just, you know, you feel like, man, if it if this could have been something that happened a few days ago, maybe something would have been salvaged. But I guess it's just 2020 and this is the thing that we have to deal with, unfortunately.
0: I guess, man. But don't you think, John, that, that TCU probably had a good idea earlier in the week that, it might be trend in this direction. A, a little bit of heads up might have been nice, right? So maybe you yeah. could get out in front of it and potentially reschedule or or schedule another uh, another opponent. So I don't know. I think the timing of it was pretty it was pretty unfortunate. Arkansas is literally getting on an airplane <laughs> and about to head that way, and I think the buses had already made it to Houston, right? Yeah. The Arkansas wh- team buses
1: yeah i believe so yeah it just seemed like it was literally in the in the witching hour if you will at the last minute everything went awry and i guess you know we talk about the bowl games from us as fans or in the media or all that and what we're missing out but what what are the players missing out on i know that the enjoyment of being able to play in one more final game but uh what's really the impact and the things that they're missing out on from them not playing in this game down in houston
0: Yeah, I I mean, do you really want the last game of the season to be that that beat down you took against Alabama? I mean, they've done that to everybody this year, it seems. But I don't know, just the the chance to go out, potentially a winner, uh, carry some uh, momentum into the offseason. I think they've got a lot of momentum, uh, even without the game, with all these seniors coming back and and, uh, opting for a second senior year. So, you know, they're they're coming off of a, a really good signing day. The seniors are coming back. If you could had gone down there and gotten a win to carry that into year two, I think that would have been big. But, you know, I'm kind of with Roe on the uh, glass half full type thing. You look at the practices that they were able to get in, eight, nine practices that, you know, that's really key now, especially when you've already missed a a spring ball. No guarantee that there's going to be one coming up this spring. We hope there is, right? Mm -hmm. No guarantee. So, You know, I got a chance to work in some of those younger guys, and really that was the first opportunity that they've had to get in there. I mean, you think about a 10-game SEC schedule, and not a lot of opportunities for mop-up duty, right? So I think uh, some of those practices were key, and who knows? Maybe a Jonathan Marshall wants to come back. I know they're working on him really hard now, so maybe uh, maybe that tips in your favor a little bit. We'll see.
1: You no, know, you brought up uh, uh, Jonathan Marshall, which we can talk about, but the seniors that are coming back for another year, the guys like Grant Morgan and Ty Clary and Myron Cunningham and Davion Warren and Blake Hearn, like all these guys, it's like Razorback fans are excited to see them for another year because they could have just moved on with their lives, moved on with their careers, but they're deciding to come back for another year. Uh, what, what did you make of all the news coming back, and do you think that the final senior that Sam Pittman alluded to will be Jonathan Marshall or maybe somebody else?
0: I think he's working on Marshall really, really hard. Uh, I can tell you that. Uh, There's some people that believe there's actually a chance he might come back here. So that would obviously be big. I'm not sure where I stand on it. Boy, he had a really good year. And if he's able to go make some money, more power to him. But if there's a chance he can make more money this time the following year, come on back and <laughs> run that defensive line again. I thought he had a, a heck of a year. But uh, really the one that stood out to me, John, was uh, Cunningham. To get him back, I think he would have been a draftable guy, You know, probably towards the end of the, the rounds there. But, man, it, it really takes the pressure off of having to go out and find a transfer guy who comes in immediately and, and takes a, a starting spot. So that was a big one. Ty Clary, I feel like we all kind of expected he would be back, as well as Blake Kern. Davion Warren's a big key now. He really came on. He was playing really well uh, in this, his his first senior year. So to get him back, hopefully fully healthy next year, right? So, hey, it's all good. Maybe if uh, maybe if you can go find another defensive lineman in the transfer market, we'll see what Jonathan does. But, boy, it'd be nice to go pick up one or two there and, and uh, really solidify that front. They need it.
1: Yes, they do. And I guess the the biggest question that or at least one of the questions people have is like scholarships. Like how how is this being impacted as far as the numbers and all that stuff. You probably know a lot more about it, but what is the scholarship limit and the numbers all look like heading into 2021?
0: Basically, the uh, the the way I've understood it, there is no limit in terms of, you know, if you had 20 seniors that, that said they wanted to come back, they're all welcome back. There is no cap on on those guys having a second senior year. Now granted, you're still going to be working under the 85 total scholarship in the future. So at some point, you know, those guys get out of here after next year, you've still got to maintain that that overall 85. So yeah, they're going to have a little bit of work to do in in trying to figure that out. It would take someone much smarter than I to to do it. <laughs> so hey, that's the reason Hope Pitts making the big bucks.
1: That's right. That's right. That's what he gets paid the big bucks to do. And uh you know, a question that we had today, and I'm sure that it's been discussed with you guys on your uh, on your website at hogsports.com, is about Felipe Franks. Now, I don't think mm-hmm. anyone thinks he's coming back. Even Sam Pittman alluded to it in his press conference. He's like, I'm, I, you know, he's oh, yeah. up to him, but I feel like he's probably going to move on. But I put out a poll question today of would you want to see Felipe Franks back for another year? And it's like deadlocked at 50 50 where some people want him back wow. and some people don't. And I look at it, Danny, and I'm like, I would love to have a Felipe Franks back if he decided to come. But there's a lot of people who want to see somebody different. What do you make of that? And why would anybody? Why do people want that? Why would people want to move on from Felipe Franks?
0: Because of the fear that they're going to lose one of those other guys. Uh, you know, if Felipe were to come back, you're still going to have KJ and Malik sitting on the bench. Chances are, it's just the environment we're in these days with quarterbacks, especially. One of those guys probably gonna get out of here, right? If he were to come back, or, or in theory, that would make a lot of sense for one of them to to move on. So I think that that probably plays a role in it. I'm with you, John. If you, by chance, were able to get him back, you're getting back the fourth highest quarterback rated guy in the conference. You think about where Arkansas had been, mm-hmm. as you know, at, at the quarterback spot. Man, you take that all day. Number four in the SEC? Are you kidding? Heck, yeah, you bring him back.
1: Yeah, See, that's how I am, too. And maybe uh, maybe I'm the crazy one. But I can also see that you've got some guys. on the other
0: side, too. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, like. You want to build toward the future.
1: Yeah, and I get it. And people saw a little bit of K.J. Jefferson in that Missouri game, and they feel a little more comfortable with uh, him stepping into that role. Which, by the way, just assuming that uh, Felipe Franks moves on, which we all believe he will, uh, is KJ Jefferson going to be the guy? Are they maybe going to have an open battle? Are they going to look at a transfer maybe coming in? I mean, what's the quarterback situation going to look like heading into spring practice? Assuming Felipe Franks moves on,
0: I wouldn't expect a transfer. You know, we get that question a lot on Hog Sports too, and I I wouldn't. And uh, uh, the reason is, I think they feel really confident in both of those guys, especially KJ. Needed that game against Missouri. You know, you could kind of feel him trending the other direction there and some of the time he had been out there but I think he needed that kind of game and Arkansas fans needed to see it from him I think he built a lot of confidence there and then Malik I mean we only saw him twice this year back-to-back plays was it Auburn John was it the Auburn game yes he ran two uh two little runs down there on the goal line unsuccessfully but Hey, that's a really talented dude. I would expect them to to open up the quarterback battle and have it wide open going into the spring. And, you know, if I had to pick one, I think K.J. probably comes out on top, but that's just me.
1: Okay, so by saying that, because I agree with you, but what does K.J. maybe do that Felipe Franks could not? Like, is there some element to his game that he could be better at than Felipe Franks?
0: Oh, boy, Felipe's a a decent runner in my opinion. Uh, I think K.J.'s quicker Maybe a more powerful runner. You know, once he gets rolling now, you don't want to get in either (laughs) in front of either one of them. But I think KJ does bring a a different dynamic in terms of I'm not saying he's Jalen Hurts, but remember how Jalen would kind of deceive you with the speed, but he could kind of truck you too? Yeah. I I think KJ's got a little bit of that, but he's got a long way to go in terms of touch passes, in my opinion. I think Felipe is, uh, yeah much better in that regard, so still some things for him to figure out, but uh, yeah, similar type, similar type of player.
1: Yeah, because I've, I've seen some elements from both of them, and Malik Hornsby I've seen a lot of great things about too, but I think the the positive thing, I think we all can agree, is that whoever the quarterback is going to be next year, you're having the, pretty much the entire team coming back around him. Like, nice. I, I mean, you got the offensive line, you got the wide receivers, tight ends, uh, running back besides Raheem Boyd, but uh, you got the other guys there as well. I mean, to me, that could be the quarterback's best friend is not only knowing that you're going to be the guy, but knowing that everybody that's on the team this year, and in a lot of cases, the two deep on the team this year, is all going to be back next year.
0: That certainly helps, and you you hit on it there. The the uh, offensive line is a huge key, right? Who else in the country is going to be able to return their entire offensive line room? I mean, the entire group, the two deep, three deep, you. You name it, going down the list, they're all coming back. That's unheard of in college football or at any level. So I think that's a key. You know, that offensive line still has a long way to go here. I mean, a long way. They've got to protect whoever the quarterback is a lot better next year. Some of that falls on the running backs and receivers, tight ends. I get it. But at the end of the day, man, they've got a long way to go up front. But, you know, when you return every single guy, you better be better, right? You're Mm -hmm. expected to be Quite a bit better. So, yeah, you bring up a good point there. And they've got this guy named Traylon Burks. I think you might have heard <laughs> of him. He's pretty good to throw it to, as well as Mike Woods, Davion Warren. Now you're bringing in a keytron Jackson, uh Jaqualin Crawford, right? A lot mm-hmm. of speed coming in there. So, Hudson Henry will be back at tight end. Big Blake Kern. Everybody's coming back, man. So, yeah, it's a good deal.
1: We'll continue our discussion with Danny West of Hawksports.com here in just a second. But first, though, folks, We're getting to that point in the week where we're starting to slow down a little bit. Maybe we're looking too forward to New Year's, but we got to finish out the work week strong. We got to be able to break through that wall mentally, physically, whatever it is. We got to break through it, but it's tough. Luckily, it's no longer tough. I got an easy, easy solution for all of you it's the five hour energy without the same crash feeling. It's called Built Go. If you've heard me talk about it, I take it all the time. It's very healthy, it's very good, and it's perfect for whether it's a workout or whether you're just working. It helps you out when building your energy, and it has three different flavors, whether it's peanut butter honey, chocolate coconut or chocolate mint. It has it all, and it really helps you bust through that wall mentally or physically as the week goes on. And the best thing about it is we have a deal for you right now. If you visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED, you get 20% off your next order. It's as simple as that, promo code LOCKED for 20% off at builtgo.com. It's worth it. You can buy out the entire store. You can put it all in your car. It doesn't matter how much you buy. Just put in 20 it's uh, put in locked for 20% off and it happens. And it's worth it. It's the best. Folks, check it out builtgo.com. Promo code lock for 20% off. Let's go.
0: You are locked on Razorbacks for the Daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.
1: All right, you got a few players you mentioned. I want to ask you about, but I, you talked about offensive line. We know that as of today, Tykeas Crawford. I hope I'm saying his name right, yeah, but yeah. he is. Blast he was from the past. Yeah, he was a guy that was committed to Arkansas under Chad Morris, and obviously uh, ended up at Charlotte. But he's transferring out. Is there maybe a chance there that maybe he wants to come back to Arkansas? Is he in the mix? What's the situation with him?
0: Uh, I can tell you this: Arkansas has reached out to Tykeist according to Tykeist we'll see where it goes from there I think he's looking at a lot of options Kansas State Florida State uh, Rutgers of all places he's got a million options out there Auburn could be in the mix we'll see but you know it's still early just went into the portal but he says Arkansas has reached out where it goes from there we'll have to wait and see
1: Uh, we'll definitely be keeping an eye on that one but uh, but Jaqueline Crawford that kid uh, he's obviously someone I forgot about until it came out that he's going to be eligible for the bowl game, and unfortunately we won't get to see him for the bowl game as of now. But yeah. uh, w- what kind of player he's in? He's a smaller wide receiver, but you say he's a speedster.
0: Yeah, he's not very big, and I would almost put him in more of a uh, a quick category than I would a speedster. Okay. You know what I mean? There's yeah. a little bit of a difference there. Um, yeah, I would call him more of a jitterbug type, but, man, he can get away from you. He's one of those types that just blow you away with a shuttle cone drill and maybe not so much with a 40 that's not to say he's not fast he certainly is fast but I mean when he's when I say he's quick he's really really quick so I haven't seen a lot of him I remember him very well coming out of high school he almost came to Arkansas then and uh, Justin Stepp worked it back around he he finally got him here uh, this past summer and yeah it's just one more dynamic receiver and they've kind of missed that you know uh, not to say Traylon Burks is not dynamic but What I mean is they've kind of missed that little shorter, smaller stature guy, uh, little jitterbug types. Uh, We've seen a lot of the bigger types over the uh, previous regime here, Chad Morris, but starting to get some more speed and quickness up here now. I like it.
1: Yeah, I do too. I think everybody wants that uh, more so than anything. But another question I have, for and I don't know if you have any insight to it, but it's something that I'm sure you've been asked about. Is you know, players we know what that's looking like, but coaches, it's hard to retain coaches every year. Is any coach? Is there a possibility of any of them leaving, or does it look like the staff's going to remain intact?
0: You know, it seems like every every other day on our message board, uh, somebody brings a post from one of the other <laughs> SEC sites and says they're talking about stealing Kendall Browse or Odom today. Matter of fact, there's a post uh, on the LSU site about potentially talking to uh, Barry Odom. So some of that is just Internet talk. Some of it might have legs. Who knows? But I can tell you this, John, I haven't heard anything solid. That leads me to believe they're they're about to lose anybody.
1: Okay, so that being said, which I think we can all be on the same page with that, and knowing the players that are coming back for Arkansas and who they're adding and, and all of this fun stuff and knowing what the schedule looks like because we're all going to play this game of assuming that we have a full season next year and everything sunshine and rainbows once again. That's what we're hopeful yeah. for in the fall. Right. Looking at all these factors... Try, talk me off the ledge here, because I'm getting too excited about this <laughs> Razorback team. I'm thinking that it's gonna yeah, be, it's gonna be great. They're gonna be next level. They're gonna go out and, and 8, show. Yeah. yeah, it's it's i yeah. not twelve and zero because you know it's still Bama's on the schedule. But you know what I'm saying? That's like right. it just seems like everything is going right, and there's a lot of potential even next year. What do you make of of all of that? And how do you feel like assuming everything goes according to plan, Arkansas will stack up in the SEC next season?
0: And it sure looks good on paper, doesn't it? I think the week two game, you might have heard of it. Texas Longhorns mm-hmm. coming into here September 11th, I believe, next year. So you start with Rice. You get Texas in here. They haven't been great under Tom Herman. You know, they've kind of been a mess at times. So if you could somehow start 2-0 and there, I think your next opponent is Georgia Southern here in Fayetteville. If you could beat Texas, you ought to be three and O going into that Arlington game against the Aggies, and that one would be a lot of fun. So, with that, I you know there's some winnable games on the on the home slate next year. You get Missouri and Little Rock. UAP UAPB, of course, comes to Fayetteville. You get Auburn at home next mm-hmm. year. Mississippi State. Um, I think you got go to go two. Here's the tough part: two Bama, Georgia, LSU, and at Ole Miss. That's pretty tough. So. Uh, hey, maybe seven, eight wins. Wouldn't that be good?
1: Hey, we'll all take that and sign up for that today. Absolutely. <laughs> and will uh, take that right now. Yeah, and before we let you get out of here, uh, Danny, i, I got to ask you, because I, I get a lot of uh, pleasure in all this, but where do you think Chad Morris is going to end up? You know, he's probably looking for a job right now. Is he, is, you
0: know what? I- I still stay in a little bit of contact with uh, Coach's family, and and from what I hear, I think he's he's going to take the year off. That was his plan as of a couple weeks ago. So okay, he may not be looking around yet.
1: Yeah, well, see, I think that honestly, him and especially Gus Malzahn, just take the year off, take two years off, man. With the amount of money you're making, break.
0: Yeah, need Uh, a break. Yeah, seriously, uh, sit on the beach somewhere. That's
1: what I do, man. And I know I'm different from everybody else, but if I was making that much money to not do anything, then. I'd definitely be enjoying myself. But I guess we'll wait and see. But, Danny, uh, man, we always appreciate you hopping on with us. Have a great New Year's, and I know we'll be catching up with you later down the road. All right, my man?
0: Sounds good, buddy. I appreciate you.
1: Well, appreciate everybody listening in the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after us on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.